cul-de-sac contemplating murder. Swerving with my circus, looking for a purpose. Pseudo clean record, hope got Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Culper's Canteen Cup. I think this is a 16, 15, 17 episode, I don't know. But, you know, tonight some uh, some interesting stuff happened. You know, Trump said some interesting things, and uh, I think it'll be lost to history. But uh, we wanted to document it. We felt it was really important to lay this one down tonight for all our canteeners out there. So, I'm not going to bore you guys Y'all got bored with my stuff last time, so I'm going to kick it over to Roger, and uh, he's he's going to lay it down, what got us so excited tonight. Hey there, everybody. Just, uh, you know, obviously it's been a rough couple of days with the whole George Floyd, and actually, I, I don't even know if anybody's talking about him anymore. It's all about the the riots. Uh, it seems like the George Floyd message has been lost on, on most folks, except for the people that are actually out there protesting. But, you know, President Trump got up there, gave his little spiel. Uh, basically talked a lot about, you know, hey, uh, governors and mayors, you know, start taking control of your of your spaces. And if not, uh, then I'm going to do that for you, which, you know, I, I was I was thinking in my head. I was like, ah, well, we do have some things called the Posse Comitatus Act and stuff like that that kind of limits the federal government right as far as what they can do. But, uh, you know, it, it's good for optics. And, and and previous to that, prior to that, they were showing on Fox News. And I hadn't quite put two and two together yet. You know, they were out there tear gas in Lafayette Park. You saw all the uh, you know, the police officers out there on their horses and they're clearing out a lot of stuff. And you're like, okay, what, what's going on here? Right. Um, and it guess kind of goes back to that 40 chess, you know, trying to figure stuff out. Uh, then the president gets up there and, uh, you know, says his, his piece. And then he's like, all right, so now I'm off. And I think he actually says it two or three times. He's like, I'm off, uh, you know, somewhere very special. I'm going somewhere very special right now. And then, uh, next thing you know, man, it's like all hell breaks loose. Right. You know, the cameraman stumbling. All you can see is tornado, you know, ground sky, ground sky. And they're walking. And lo and behold, President Trump crossing Lafayette Park, leaves the White House, walks across uh, Lafayette Park and uh, goes to St. John's Church. And I tell you, the dude was gangster, man. He wasn't like running. He wasn't like, hey, let me hurry up and get out there. I got a bob and weave. This dude was strolling. Uh, had his cabinet members with him, right? Uh, Department of Homeland Security. I uh, saw his daughter in the background, had A.G. Barr out there, uh, had his spokesperson. So uh, I think he took a, it was probably, what, about a five, six minute stroll uh, mm-hmm. right through Lafayette Park, <laughs> goes right up to the door, you know, of St. John's Church, uh, has the Bible, holds it up there a couple of times. And they had the um, uh, one of the priests uh, from St. John's Church on Fox News and the guy couldn't see it. He could only hear what was going on because he was on there for an interview. And I think the guy was about to break down and cry. He's like, this is incredible. And I tell you the thing, two things. One, uh, you talk about strong leadership and I get it. It's it's, it's an optic, right? It, it's, you know, uh, there's no executive order. There's no uh, policy or anything like that that's coming from that. But the fact that, hey, man, this is broad daylight. And I and for those of you that aren't familiar with D.C., you know, it, it's hard to, to imagine. But those of us, us three, we've been there to Lafayette Park many, many times. And for those of you that have been out there before, you know, you just got a picture. Uh, you got the president of the United States with no mask because I watched Sleepy Joe earlier. Right. With his little mask around his chin at his church. I'm like, OK, so if you're going to do that, why are we even why are we even wearing the mask? Like, are you protecting your beard or, or what are we doing here? Because, you know, I protect my beard when I'm eating like spaghetti or Chinese food or something like that. But. You know, so you've got Sleepy Joe out there with his group of, uh, you know, they said 10 to 15 people, which probably means four. I'm worried about catching, you know, the corona. Uh, But you've got the president of the United States not running through the park. That dude is strolling. Like, I am the man who runs this fucking place. Walks Now, granted, we all know, we know, 
that the secret service in the back, like, holy shit, you know, they're going nuts. Uh, but that dude strolls through the park, gets up there, holds his Bible, brings his cabinet, you know, cabinet member up. And, and what did he do? Like, I think one of the reporters tried to shout something, ask a question. He's like, you know, it's like, ah, this is my time, not yours. Right. Uh, does his thing, says, uh, says a couple words and then, uh, strolls back. But I tell you, I don't know what the headline will be. I mean, the media is obviously going to shit all over it. So I can tell you that right now, right? How pompous is he and how arrogant look at him as, as the people of America are struggling. And he's just walking out there in his $4,000 suit with his cabinet member. She's wearing Louboutins and this, that's what they're going to focus on. But there was a, a piece there and I don't know the building, but he's leaving Lafayette Park uh, and he's crossing the street to go to St. John's. And you can see the building behind him. Uh, it's like an old guard shack or whatever. And it's got all this graffiti, uh, BLM sprayed on it and, uh, you know, just all this other stuff that's sprayed all over it. And, and that, to me, should be the picture. That should be the headline tomorrow, you know, when you see this. But, of course, that won't be it. It'll be him holding up the Bible. And this guy's not even a churchgoer, right? I've never heard so many Christians <laughs> talk about how anti-Christian or not Christian that President Trump is or whatever. But very, very powerful moment. I know all three of us were watching at the same time. And, uh, you know, I think Josh was like, hey, we got to do an episode. We got to do an episode because, uh, you know, pictures are worth, you know, a thousand words. And and that, you know, five minute snippet, man, was, uh, you know, very, very powerful and very moving. So, you know, I'll kick it back over, over to Josh and kind of give some of his thoughts on it. Yeah, thanks. Um, hey, so real quick. So for, you know, for those those listeners out there who are not familiar with St. John's Church, um, just a real quick history lesson on it, right? So the first cornerstone of St. John's was set on September 14th at 1815, right? Just kind of give you some some context. Every president, beginning with James Madison up to present, has attended services at that church. Um, you know, the bell in it weighs about a thousand pounds, um, and it was cast by Paul Revere's son in the Bell Foundry in Boston, right? So, I mean, just an incredibly significant piece of American history sitting there, you know, across Lafayette Square um, from the White House. So, you know, so this just kind of put some historic context on it, um, you know, and, and for those Christians out there, and I get what Roger said, and I've already seen, like, as I was, you know, getting set up, like I just checked the news real quick and there's already, you know, somebody out there, you know, has already posted an article about how, you know, Trump's not Christian, you know, and about how you know, he, he doesn't attend church and about how if he walked into the church, you know, he would probably burst into flames um, and everything. And I'll tell you this, um, if you're a Christian out there and you are belittling somebody else for not being a Christian and you are not doing anything to try and bring them into the fold, to put them on the right path. We all fall short, you hypocrite, right? So I'm going to tell you right now, you're not very Christian. If that's your mentality, you're not very you're not very Christian, and I'm going to pray for your sorry ass tonight before I go to bed, <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know, hey, you know what? And so I think, I, I think, uh, I think when I'm wore, was wearing some, uh, some Louis Vuitton, but I think there's some folks up in Chicago or wherever that Louis Vuitton store got looted. I think they're wearing some Louis Vuitton too. So, hey man, it's good. Cause even the common people are wearing Louis Vuitton now that they, uh, they went and, you know, smashed windows and stole all of it. So it's good, man. It's like the new, uh, it's like the new starter, you know, starter clothing line from, from champ sports back in the day. You know, as far as Trump goes, I think it was, you know, again, optics, it was very powerful, you know, because, 
you know, 30 minutes prior to that, there was a lot of protesters and folks in Lafayette Park. And anybody who's been to D.C., you know, there's a lot of homeless people that are hanging out in Lafayette Park, too. Um, I have zero issue with them getting tear gassed, uh, you know, to, to clear the way, honestly, because at the end of the day, man, you know what, just go ahead, you know, clear it out. Um, you, you know, you, you shouldn't be hanging out there anyway, cause you know, what's going to happen when the sun goes down. Right. Um, so, you know, it's like the person I saw, there was a video of somebody who brought their kid. Like I'm talking about like a oh. six year old kid you know, to the, to the protests and they were pissed off because their kid got, you know, their kid got tear gassed. It was like, okay, well, shitty mom, you brought your kid to a riot. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Don't be upset because the cops tear gassed your kid. Be upset because you're a shitty mom and you brought your kid to a riot, you know? So that's my thought. And we're not talking about protesters. I mean, for the listeners out there know that there is a difference between protesters and rioters and looters, right? You know, and I think we, I've caught myself, you know, I, I tend to use the, the term interchangeably and, and that's wrong. You know, protesters, love them. Protest your asses off out there, right? That, that's what this country was founded on. Um, and, and most of the protesters, you know, they're starting to wind down now. And like Josh just said, what happens now, right? Starting to get a little dark outside, uh, protesters go home. And then these rioters, these looters that come out that hide under the mask of being a protester, so that gives them the legal right to be out there in the street, and then all hell breaks loose. And hey, by the way, they just want free shit. They don't even know who George Floyd is. You know, I saw a video today on on Fox News, and that you know the guy was you know handcuffed, and they're like, uh, so you know, are you out here? You know, why did you rob the you know the the Chanel store or whatever? Like, I just want some free shit. And they're like, well, was this like, are you you know in protest of George Floyd? And he's like. Well, you know, yeah, sort of. Well, no, not really. It ain't really about that. Just, you know, hey, guys, just, you know, because the money's there and just don't get caught. Right. I mean, and, so, and that's the people that, that this is bringing out of the woodworks. And what you're finding now, I think what should really piss people off, what you're not seeing is you're now starting to see that there are deaths attributed to this rioting because, uh, you know, ambulances can't get to residents or stores are being set on. I think I read something that a building was set on fire and there's a couple kids. Right. So the, the kids couldn't get out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was a fire, uh, you know, people I, I, I'm not going to call them protesters. Uh, they, they blocked the highway. They would not let the fire truck through. And then they started throwing shit at the fire truck. And so basically firefighters from a different vehicle had to approach from a different direction. They got stopped, too. They dismounted and basically they were able to make it to the house on foot. Um, luckily, the kids did not die. Um, but it was very close, but it was just, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, Hey, assholes, I, I will defend anybody's right to protest. And I don't even have to agree with what you're protesting about, but I will defend your right to do it or, you know, and, but you can't block roads. Like that's like, you cannot block roads. Like emergency service vehicles need to get through, you know, cause I'm gonna tell you, right. You know, like, so my parents are, you know, my parents are getting up there. They have health issues, you know? And so like, you know, if, if my dad or my mom have to go in the hospital in the middle of the night because they're having chest pains and you're blocking the road, you are going to get run over. Like that's just the way it is. It's just, that's just going to happen for two reasons. One, I'm not going to take a chance on, you know, one of them perishing because you're blocking the road like an asshole. And two, we all, we have all seen what happened in LA to Reginald Denny. When he drove into Melbourne riot, everybody's seen the, you know, most of us, at least in the military, we've seen the video of the two Brits that drove into the middle of a riot in Northern Ireland. They did not make it out alive. 
You know, you do not drive into the middle of a riot and stop. You you do not because you are going to get killed. Right. And at the end of the day, the law of gross tonnage is on, is on my side. You as a person in the middle of the road and me and my car. I have the law of gross tonnage, an object in motion. You can do the rest from there. Um, you know, but yeah, I think it's absolutely important to, to differentiate between an, you know, a protester um, and, and these folks out here, um, you know, of all races that are out there causing problems, you know, with, the, with these riots. Um, you know, I think it was incredible uh, that, you know, they went ahead and labeled Antifa as a terrorist organization. Um, you know, that gives the government a lot of power to actually start cleaning this up um, because the mayors and governors have they have failed to do so. They have epically failed to do their job the last couple of days. I don't know how much more needs to be burned. I don't know how many more people need to be beaten. And I don't know how many poor people need to get killed. Right. You know, you have somebody got killed when they shot at and they shot at the police and the National Guard in Louisville. And, you know, they fired back and they killed somebody. And, you know, and so, you know, but the governors and mayors, they have been missing in action. They, they have been absolutely terrible. I get Mayor de Blasio because he's, you know, he's busy down at the police station getting his daughter out of jail. Um, you know, but but the rest of them, they have been absolutely silent. Okay. So where has de Blasio been the last couple of days? Where has Cuomo been the last couple of days? You know, I've seen the, the Minneapolis mayor on there. I don't know what these guys and gals are doing. It's like, what are you waiting for? Between because I tell you what, you know, for your law abiding citizens and even your your legitimate protesters, you should be pissed right now because the governors, they're on hunt. And I tell you what, I'm not I'm not just talking about Democrat governors. I'm talking about Republicans as well. All right. Your Democratic governors, your your Republican governors, your mayors, your town councils. Dude, I have not heard one word from anybody, even locally here out here in Arizona. I mean, we finally heard from Ducey yesterday and. You know, he's 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 a, he's a Trump supporter big time. And he basically was like, hey, I'm going to uh, institute a curfew, uh, but with nine million exemptions. So that there really is no curfew. And then the sheriffs came out anyway and said, well, yeah, we're, we're not going to enforce the curfew. Uh, but, you know, life is it's a little bit different out here in Arizona than what it is. Uh, you know, if you're back in, in Philadelphia, because <laughs> I tell you, I was I was going through some social media stuff because, you know, I, I want to be prepared. You just never know what's going to happen. And it's funny because the a lot of the social media posts out here and, and I live in a suburb uh, out, you know, just past Phoenix. In Apache Junction. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit farther than Apache <laughs> Junction, a little farther southeast. But even like Apache Junction, they're like, yeah, Antifa, bring your ass out here and we're going to shoot you in the face. <laughs> you know, and I tell you, it's probably I, I was actually. You know, man, I, I was I was happy. I was reading through these posts and at least 85 percent of these things were like, yeah, you don't want to come out here because we are going to shoot you. And, and out here where I'm at, it's a lot of farmers, a lot of ranchers. And uh, I will tell you this, you know, knock on wood. I mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen tonight or tomorrow or what have you. But uh, they, they looted the Scottsdale Mall, the fashion center. So they got up there and hit the Louis Vuitton store and, and a couple of these other stores. Uh, nobody made it out here in our neck of the woods, uh, you know, and there are a couple other factors there were geographically separated, whatever, but it, it is a little bit of the old boy out here that it is a little bit of the wild west. And I can tell you my neighborhood right here. I mean, there are no shortage of firearms and, and ammunition. So, um, you know, we've kind of got two roads that come in, two roads that, that, that leave, uh, you may make it here. Uh, you may not make it back out, but going back to the protesters, you know, you really want to continue to protest something. Where's your local leadership at? I mean, it's non-existent. I can't tell you when the you know we sat there and watched Cuomo for 
every day, right? For since what March 26th come out. De Blasio, I, I can't even tell you when the last time I saw him was. I mean, I don't know if he's hanging out uh, with Bernie Sanders when Bernie Sanders took a three week hiatus while he was, you know, on the campaign trail. So I don't know if they're sitting together or if they're in like uh, Creepy Joe's basement, both wearing masks around their beard or whatever. But, you know, I haven't heard any one of these guys. So, you know, I'll, I'll kick it back to Luke, but it's uh, you want to be pissed off, man. Be pissed off at your at your local leadership because they are doing nothing. And, and the town that I live in, I haven't heard shit. I mean, not even like a Facebook post. These guys are just like, yeah, I'm just going to. Yep. Yep. I'm just going to sit this one out. Like, I don't think you have a choice to sit this one out. Right. I mean, don't you have to You have to do something? You know, I mean, those are all those are all good points. Those are all rabbit holes. Man, we could go down, man. I'll tell you what. But that's that's the thing. That's what Trump called out tonight. It was uh, was the governors. He really did. And I, I challenge anyone. I really challenge anyone. I mean, I already I already found a transcript of the of the entire speech on the Internet. You know, all you people who are haters and stuff like that, read that entire speech and you tell me comment on the CCC Facebook page and tell me what you disagree with in that transcript that that Trump, you know, that they that he gave in the Rose Garden tonight. I mean, I challenge you to disagree with any of that. It's rule of law. It makes sense. It's all good. I, I, you know, I don't get it. Okay, you know, people are gonna people are gonna label us as, oh, you guys are just a bunch of Trump lovers, all right? You know, the three of us have talked about this before. I mean, there were a few things Obama did that I, you know, we 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 agreed with. Roger will tell you it made the future them. podcast. Two of them. Two. There, there was another one I agreed with. I mean, I, I you you can you can search through the Luke Jones uh, uh, Facebook history. Uh, Obama went over to Japan and everyone was uh, expecting him to apologize for the Hiroshima bombing. He did not apologize. And I was like, bravo, bravo, man. Props where props are are due. You know what? Everyone was uh, everyone was uh, bagging on Trump. Where are you? Why are you? Why did you go hide in the basement? All this stuff. And I, you know, I found myself thinking, what's he going to do now? And, And I short sold him. As everyone has from the very beginning, this guy has got a great cabinet around him. He's got a great press secretary now uh, and before, and he came out and he freaking laid the law down with that speech. Go and read it. Go and read it and see if you disagree with any of it, because that shit was gangster. It was gangster that, that the three of us. And I actually saw a lot of people on Facebook saying that shit was gangster. It was. I mean, he gave the speech. Roger laid it down earlier. He gave the speech, and uh, Roger said he knew what was coming because he's perfect to Roger. I did not. You know, <laughs> I, I, I I did not. We call those I, indicators know, in the business. Indicators. In yeah, I know. And I, you know, I'm not as experienced as you guys. I know. But I was like, man, man, they're clearing out that park. That's good, man. That's good. They're 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 cleaning up the streets. And then he starts marching over to St. John's. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. We we all got excited, and that's why we're laying down this podcast. I think it was Josh's idea, so I'm gonna kick it back to him. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, you know, it, you're right. People are like, you're probably going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, these dudes worship Trump and everything. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, there has not been a president in my lifetime uh, that I have agreed with everything. 
um, that they've done. And, you know, there's been plenty that I've, you know, that I've disagreed with, with every president, you know, Obama, I I mean, for, you know, people to say he was anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, you know, he, he, he's the one that signed a bill that allowed people to carry firearms in national parks, you know, so, you know, I, that's one of my two. It's one of your two. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's 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 fine. And that's fine. Right. And, (laughs) and so if you only have two things from eight years, that's fine. You know, but again, you know, I will, I, I will give credit where credit is due, you know, but you know, when Trump, when Trump came out and he walked, you know, he, he's walking across Lafayette Park, like, you know, I mean, that's a powerful message. He goes over to, you know, St. John's. That's a powerful message. That's a message, you know, letting everybody know that, you know what, your leadership is in charge. Your your state leadership has not done what they're supposed to do. So the federal government is here and the federal government is ready to step in. Right. And I think that's good because, again, you know, I go back. I'm, I'm a huge fan of very small, limited federal government. I would rather see this, you know, empower the states, um, you know, the way it was meant to be. And he has tried to do that. He has tried to let the states handle this, tried to, you know, empower the mayors and the governors to, you know, handle it as they see fit. You know, just like COVID-19. Um, and as Roger pointed out, they have epically failed um, you know, they, they, a lot of them have basically been derelict in their duty as elected officials and people should recognize that when they go back to the polls. And so, but you know, the real tragedy in all of this is not, you know, is not, not the World War II memorial being vandalized, um, which boggles my mind, you know, uh, depend, yeah, and I don't know who vandalized it, right? I don't know if it was the, you know, some, some Antifa fucksticks or, you know, who, who other rioters, but, you know, the Lincoln Memorial, really? Abraham Lincoln, why don't you go read some history on him and what he did and then come back and tell me why his shit should be vandalized. And what were the World War II Memorial, every single memorial on the National Mall is a memorial to everybody who fought in those specific campaigns and those wars. And I can tell you this. Every single one of those memorials is a memorial to people of multiple races, multiple backgrounds, you know, multiple backgrounds. Like, why would you desecrate that? On like, you're, both you're sides. You're an asshole. Yeah, on, on both, both sides. sides. On both like, sides. Like, we we learn from our mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. People fought against a certain thing. The right way were won over. It doesn't mean, come on, man. It's for both sides. It's for both sides. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like. Why would you why why would you vandalize those and desecrate those? It doesn't make you it doesn't make you a right it does it doesn't make you a social justice warrior. It makes you a fucking asshole. That's what it makes you. And I'm gonna pray for your sorry ass tonight too. Even though even though you don't fucking deserve it. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig deep. You know, I fall short as a, I fall short as a Christian, um, you know, as we all do. So I'm going to have to dig kind of deep for, you know, for for you. But I'm going to do it for you. And I hope you I hope somebody out there who has done some shit over the last few days. I hope you're listening. I hope you listen to this. I hope it reaches you. If you know of somebody, make sure they listen to this podcast. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to pray for you, even though you're a sorry ass motherfucker. Oh. All right, I'm gonna pay. Hey, hey, and for all you people out there that Josh is talking about, I'm praying for him. 
That's Just right. Saying. I need all the prayers. I'll, I'll pray for Josh. Then. That's all. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say one last thing. Um, and then uh, uh, I'll hand it back over to Roger. The true tragedy in all of this is that George Floyd is dead. He probably didn't. He didn't need to be. And people, the message that we, the opportunity that we had as a country to actually sit down and have a genuine conversation and actually try and impact some real positive change in all of this, that's gone. That's gone because of the actions of the criminals out there that that opportunity has now passed because now people have entrenched themselves on one side or the other. You know, even people who are willing to come have a conversation, they're entrenched now because of those sorry motherfuckers. You know, Josh, you know, I, I call Josh stupid sometimes, man, that, that shit, that, that's the truth, man. I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. So I'm going to send it to Roger, man. I, uh, Josh, well said. Well said, man. You know, I tell you, out of everything that, that we've all said today in the president's speech, and, and Luke, you said go read it. I guarantee this happens tomorrow. You know what they're going to focus on? His one line in there, and I, and I don't have it verbatim, uh, but that one line in there where he's like, governors, if you don't do it, I'm going to. And then he basically alludes to the use of the you know U.S. military and the, and the armed forces. I guarantee that's what they're going to focus on. And, you know, I mentioned at the very beginning, there is a, an act called the Posse uh, Comitatus Act that, you know, prevents a lot of that stuff. But here's something interesting, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but just for you two guys, because I didn't know this. I didn't realize that the Posse Comitatus Act only applies to the Army. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a good I, point. I didn't know That's that it didn't point. apply to the Air Force, the Navy, Marine Corps, and even now the Space Force uh, exactly. because and the Coast Guard because under – DHS, they do have some law enforcement, uh, you know, uh, uh, responsibilities. And with the Air Force, you know, they were part of the Army at the time. So anyway, that goes down. They, they have DOD regulations, but those are obviously easily overwritten or overridden by, you know, the President of the United States. So, so it's something that I thought was uh, something I thought was pretty cool. But Anyway, canteeners out there, we just uh, we wanted to put something short together real quick. We thought the uh, you know the, the actions by President Trump to walk, it's um, you know I think it's something that is definitely going to resonate and, and stay in my memory for for years to come. Uh, hopefully, you know Time Magazine, Newsweek. I don't even know if Newsweek are they even around anymore, defunct, whatever the hell they are. Life or you know I hope there's a good picture of that because. If you can go back and take a look and watch the president stroll through the park, and when he, and for me when he walks in front of that that one guard shack or whatever with the graffiti, that just uh, that says a lot. So, canteeners, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys and, and gals stay safe out there, stay healthy. Don't forget to wear your mask. If you don't wear them over your face, wear them over your beard. Um, and until next time, stay frosty and uh, be well. <laughs>